Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, and welcome to the Politics Guys with your hosts, Dave Carson and Michael Darnowski. Welcome to the Politics Guys. I'm Michael Baranowski, a political scientist at Northern Kentucky University. My co-host this week, as always, is Cleveland area attorney and sometime Republican strategist Jay Carson. Here's this week's Ask the Politics Guys question, Jay. All right. It comes from Alex from Hastings, Minnesota. Alex writes, I remember reading a study that said, generally, people with higher IQs or higher education are more liberal than conservatives. Any idea as to why? Um, well, you know, that study, I'm not sure what study Alex is referring to, but it could have been any one of a number of studies. And let me just kind of give a representative sampling. Uh, in 2008, the National Longitudinal Study of Adolescent Health found that the IQs of young adults who described themselves as very liberal averaged 106.42, whereas the average of those who identified themselves as very conservative was 94.82. There was another study from 2009 that looked at cognitive capacity and political beliefs of around 2,800 university students in the U.S. That study found that conservatism is, I quote, related to low performance on cognitive ability tests. Then there's a 2012, yeah, I know. Then there's a 2012 paper that reported that people endorse more conservative views when they're either drunk or under cognitive pressure. And the authors concluded that Political conservatism may be a process consequence of low effort thought. Finally, mm, yeah, ouch, yeah, yeah. Well, some let me, let me just, yeah, go ahead. Oh, finally, I'll mention a 2010 study which found pretty much the same thing as these other studies, but it suggested an interesting theory as to why this might be the case. Now, what the author argues is that. Smarter people are more comfortable with what he calls evolutionary novel ideas, like things that prehistoric humans wouldn't have considered, like helping genetically unrelated strangers, even if they look very different from us. The idea here, at least the idea that he advances, is that this ability to accept these evolutionary novel ideas is wrapped up with the ability to conceive of other novel ideas, like, for instance, using a wheel to move things, cooking with fire, and so forth and so on. So Conservatives could never figure that out. Well, exactly. So what I'm saying is that, yeah, there is a lot of research that suggests exactly what Alex Alex, pointed out or mentioned in his question, that liberals seem to be, on average, smarter than conservatives. So, Jay, what do you think about all this? Nonsense. (laughs) no, I, I, first of all, I would I would say the the argument that uh, people become more conservative uh, with alcohol, um, I, I would think that uh, any anyone who's had any sort of uh, collegiate experience, uh, you know, alcohol is sort of the elixir of uh, social liberalism. Uh, I just, well, I, I think, think he means more conservative I think, I think that, views. That like finding on its on its face, just from uh, well, no, I, with, I I see what you're saying, but I think what he means is like if you ask people about their views about say immigrants or minorities, ask them when they're sober, ask them when they've had three sex. or four beers, you know, yeah. So I guess you're right. It depends maybe on on what the issues are. Good point. So go ahead. Right. Sorry. I mean, it's again, it's it's not typically you, you get somebody uh, a couple beers in them and they start uh, start going off on uh, Adam Smith and. Uh, uh, bringing back the gold standard or something, but but they did. Uh, they often you, you do know, my, start going my, off on minorities or something like that, right? Uh, but but 
and I think that goes to what what's the, the biggest problem of this is how do you con- define what's conservative or liberal? Uh, that's a good point. Uh, yeah. And, and a lot of these studies and 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 I'm going to call on you to to call out some of your own colleagues that look there is there is a bias in the academy. Uh, I, I would say there is particularly a bias among social scientists. Um, uh, several biases at work. Uh, but one is, is if you define conservatism as, um, you know, look, you are, are a racist or uh, 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 anti-gay, um, some like, something like that, whether uh, – I'm, look, I'm looking at the University of Reno study right now. This is the 2008 one, which was uh, 7,000 undergraduates. And it was only six questions. One asked about abortion, the other same-sex marriage, whether gay sex should be legal, whether handguns and racist sexist speech on campus should be banned, and whether highest, higher tax should be imposed on the wealthy. Um, you know, we, we were talking about that small of a view to determine uh, if someone is conservative or liberal. Uh, I, I think that's, that's sort of troubling. Yep. A lot of these other studies um, – and I can point out in a May 2014 study in the Journal of Intelligence um, uh, actually showed that uh, Republicans tend to have uh, higher verbal intelligence scores, uh, two to five higher IQ points than Democrats. Um, and that uh, intelligence is positively correlated with socially liberal beliefs and negatively correlated with, with religious beliefs. But um, the folks who hold what we would call classical liberal beliefs, uh, which is was sort of, again, the Edmund – Burkean type conservative actually, you know, come out, come out on top. Um, so, I, you know, I, I think the first thing you look at is um, what are these studies really measuring? Um, and and the, the fact that these studies have been going on forever and ever and ever um, is also indicative that, that there's maybe some sort of an agenda there, but. Well, um, well, I'll, I'll disagree with you on that. I don't think there's much of an agenda. I think that's uh that's uh, in your, you know, part of your vast right-wing kind of conspiracy crazed mind. I don't know. But anyway, that being said, you know, I think you're absolutely right that we need to take a look at what they're measuring. And I looked at, you know, a little more closely at some of these studies as well. And it seems to me what they're measuring more specifically isn't what I would call kind of broadly conservatism. I would call it traditionalism. Uh, Agreed. And, and that's Agreed. and that's a that's a different thing. And I think that's absolutely a fair point. Uh, and so I, I totally agree with you on that. Now, my my second point, I guess, is to point out that when these differences are found, in many cases, they may be statistically significant, which is kind of a well statistical term, but substantively. They really don't matter a whole lot. I mean, that one study I cited, a difference between 106.42 and 94.82, I can pretty much guarantee you that if I brought in front of a uh, 100 people, someone with a IQ of 106.42 and someone with 94.82, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference between them. So these are differences that maybe show up on tests. But in the real world, there's not a whole heck of a lot of difference between conservatives and liberals in intelligence. I mean, we're talking about minuscule things. And so and especially given the fact that intelligence scales are so flawed in so many ways, then there's so much kind of a margin of you know, wiggle room in there. So I, I honestly think well, that, that was going to that was going to be my second. OK. Um, uh, response is, is first, not only does it, is it difficult to tell what is actually being measured from the political viewpoint stance, but when you take the other piece of it and measure intelligence, um, you know, where, where are you getting those numbers from? Yeah. Um, 
you know, what kind of intelligence? I, IQ tests are, are, you know, meant to measure a number of things that, that may or may not be all encompassing of, of, of IQ. Exactly. Uh, you know, there's sort of a spatial relations component, there's logical reasoning and, and, you know, again, the, we're talking about the typical Piaget, uh, uh, who's the guy who sort of created the, the IQ test. Um, you know, those, that, that makes a, a difference uh, because are you necessarily measuring? Um, I don't know. Well, I, I'm, I'm, well, I'm, I got, got off track there for a second. But I think uh, that the key, cause, I, cause I'm so dumb. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that must be it. I see that's, I think the, the key thing here is I, what we both agree on is number one studies are at least, uh, conflicting to a certain extent. You pointed out at at least one study. I'm sure there are more studies that say that in certain ways, depending on how you measure it, conservatives are smarter than liberals. So, uh, you know, number one, we can't say for sure who's smarter. Number two, it depends a whole lot on what we mean by smart. And number three, it depends a whole lot on what we what we mean by conservative and liberal. So there's a lot of there are a lot of terms that can be defined in certain ways to get you the result that you want. But yeah. all that being said, let's assume just just bear with me for a second. Let's assume that liberals are smarter than conservatives. I'm going to assume that. I, I know in my heart it's true. But, I, I know I know you do. Yes. Uh, but but let's assume that's true. You know what? When I thought about that, I said, okay, liberals are smarter. But there was a there was a quote, and I know you're familiar with it, uh, by uh, by a very Abby Stevenson. Fa- uh, no, no, I oh, wasn't okay. thinking about this. I was, I was going the other way with it. By William F. Buckley, founder of the conservative magazine oh, National yes, Review, super smart guy himself. He's quoted as saying, "I should sooner live in a society governed by the first two thousand names in the Boston Telephone Directory than in a society governed by the two thousand faculty members of Harvard University." And, Amen. You know, and and I, what Buckley was getting at here is smart is is great and fine and all that, but smart doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to make good decisions about governing other people. In fact, you can make a case, and I think Buckley would make the case, and, and in, at times I've made the case that the most dangerous people can sometimes be the smartest people. It's not so much intelligence or lack thereof. Once you get over a certain point, I mean, you don't want idiots running the government, you know, but. That aside, it's the people who are smart and know they're very smart and think that they're so smart that they can figure everything out. Those are the people that really scare me. That's why Donald Trump really scares me. Someone who says something like, well, you know, I know more than the generals about ISIS. It's like, really? Uh, those are the people who are really dangerous. And I think there certainly is a uh, you know, a correlation, I would I would be willing to guess between intelligence and humility, and it's a negative correlation. You have more of one in this. Actually, I posted something about that on the website uh, just last week. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. Talk about that. Uh, Then again, it's sort of exactly what what you suggest is sometimes the uh, people people who know less uh, tend to think they know a lot more. Mm -hmm. Um, Sort of you don't you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Uh, and and it uses trumpet as an example, but but it talks about how this applies in uh, in life generally. Yeah, and and so I mean, I guess there's there are a couple ways to look at it. Are are voters of either side smarter or dumber? And it seems it's pretty 
it's pretty close, I would say. Now, in terms of politicians of one side or the other being smarter or dumber, people trot out things like Dan Quayle or, or George W. Bush or Sarah Palin and so forth. But, of course, you can find people like that on the left. They just, for various reasons, haven't been, I would argue, elevated quite as high in the political firmament. <laughs> but uh, that gets into – Or I would say they haven't, they haven't had the, the, media, the media scrutiny that the conservatives have had. Oh, maybe, maybe there's some of that as well. So I guess my final view on this is that, well, maybe – Liberals are a little smarter, but not enough to make much of a real difference. And so I, I, I don't know. I think too much can be made of this. And I, I think that I, I've said before, I think in terms of at least uh, the people who are running things, candidates, office holders, that they're pretty much uh, they're pretty much about the same. I don't think that Republicans are stupid. Uh, I disagree with a lot of their ideas, but I don't think they're stupid, and I certainly don't think that uh, my Democrats are stupid. So I don't know. What, what's your what's your final take well, on this? Jim? Yeah, my my final t- final take on this would be uh, one the the fact that this has been sort of a, a liberal Democrat meme for generations now, decades now. Uh, when I mentioned Adlai Stevenson a minute ago, it was the the famous quip of a. A uh, woman who uh, uh, told Adlai Stevenson that uh, you have the vote of every thinking American, and he said, "Well, thank you, ma'am, but uh, we need a majority." Yeah. Um. So, uh, you know, and, and Adlai Stevenson was a smart and funny guy <laughs> who <laughs> lost the presidential race the two times. Yeah. So. Monumentally, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, there's there's always been that, and there's almost a little something in the the. Uh, Democratic DNA uh, that has always defined itself as the the uh, the smart party, and then there's the dumb party. And I think I think that might have been Dulles who said that. Uh, well, actually, the, if you go way back, stupid. John Stuart Mill called the uh, British Conservatives the stupid party, and that was back in the 19th century. So you know, there's yeah. a long although, history. Although Mill today, of course, would be what we would consider a a classical liberal yeah. conservative. Times type, change, type guy. absolutely. So. Um, uh, but uh, there, there, there seems to be sort of a preoccupation almost on the left of, but oh, we're smarter, oh, we're smarter, oh, we're smarter, and it, it's almost sort of a funny kind of insecurity, um, and and you know I don't know it's a, it's a little and that that may well I think that may it's, may go into the the thing about you know the academia tends to be. Yeah. Dominated largely by conservatives now, or by liberals. I'm sorry, outside of certain fields like engineering and so forth, which are more conservative. But in general, it tends to be more liberal. So, in part, it comes from that. Not only that, but if you think about the people who people in the media, the media tends to be dominated by liberals, or at least until recently, certainly hugely dominated by liberals. A lot of these folks were former English majors and so forth. And so, yeah, you can kind of see how some of that might come up. But honestly, I don't think it's a big deal. Well, and I, I think I, I do. I think there's something, and we can have another discussion about this sometime. Because you know how I'm into so so much into uh, uh, class stuff and yeah. uh, Epstein and and uh, uh, again Murray sort of talks to some of this. Uh, no, I, I think there is something of a a, a class bias um, of uh, uh, liberalism uh, that that uh, sort of has manifested itself, um, you know, th- throughout the years, and it's sort of. Because you know, I have all these English majors and, uh, and nothing against English majors. Oh, um, as well. Some so of my, my best friends my are English majors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but uh, but like, like um, 
uh, who was it? Marco Rubio, who, who sort of chided the philosophy majors. And again, nothing against philosophy majors because I think sure. we need more serious philosophers. But there are also a lot of uh, you know gender studies majors and and so forth that that I, I'm not sure were benefited by. But I think I know it, it was something that um, it might have been either uh, Fussell's book or Epstein's uh, book said that the. The higher class you uh, you are, the the less ne- uh, less necessary your job is, um, hmm. and I think that sort of falls to a lot of niche academics, not you. Uh, well, thank but, you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, no, and I think that there's there's sort of the um, idea that uh, uh, there's there's a sort of academic uh, niches where you are. Um, uh, you know, you you sort of part of part of the the job is is sort of looking down uh, your nose at others, and I guess that that's part of academia. It's part of uh, the, reaching the highest level of anything. But um, I think I see it, what it, you're it, saying. Okay, yeah. There's it, there's a, there's a there's a class thing that that is mixed in there too, is what I'm trying to get. Yeah, at. I get it. I mean, uh, and I, I'm not. I wasn't probably adequately prepared to answer that question, but sure. we should save that question for another time. No, I think in in part, in at least my observation is that. Uh, there's sort of a disconnect with a lot of academics in that uh, their education level and their or their their social status level and their economic status level are very different because for the most part academics don't make that much but we're also incredibly educated and so sometimes that can lead to maybe some insecurity some snobbery that sort of thing and uh, I can, exactly yeah, I can see that's that. what sure, I was trying to sure. say as Again, opposed to you, liberals are so much more articulate than I well so, yeah yes, that's, that's, I appreciate that anyway, well we'll let, we'll let the we'll let our listeners decide about that, but I, I know that there are plenty of we have plenty of really smart uh, liberal and really smart conservative listeners. So on that note, I think that about does it. When you say Jay, I think so. Okay, well that is it for this episode of Ask the Politics Guys. Thanks everyone for listening. If you have any questions for future episodes or just any thoughts, comments, criticisms, we would love to hear from you. Our email is politicsguys at gmail.com. And our Facebook page where Jay and I post stuff throughout the week is facebook.com slash politicsguys page. And if you're listening to us on iTunes or Stitcher, we would really appreciate it if you take just a minute to rate the show, write a quick review. The number of ratings has kind of slowed down recently. We'd really love to get it up to around 100 or so. That would be great. So please take a minute and do that. And finally, if you like what we're doing, want us to be able to keep on doing it, donation even a buck or two, the price of a Superband insect-repelling wristband would really help. You'll find donation and, links. And I, oh. I forgot to add on I forgot to add Sunday. Go Cavs. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, absolutely. They need all the help they can get. You'll find donation links on our site, politicsguys.com. Ask the politics guys. We'll be back next Wednesday. We hope you'll join us.